thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we talk about the Bible, speak the truth, and make Bible study come to life. Here is your host, Joshua Cantrell. Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life, and I am your host, Joshua Cantrell. Again, we are just so incredibly thankful and appreciative for you to be tuning in uh, to another episode, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we love you and we appreciate you. Again, for our first season under the Scattered Abroad Network, we have been asking a question, how do you handle? And thus far, we have talked about how do you handle uh, handicaps? Uh, how do you handle enemies? How do you handle ingratitude? And today, we are going to ask a question and answer the question, how do you handle friendships? How do you handle friendships. Now, before I begin, first of all, I want to say everyone does not have your best interest at heart. I think sometimes we hear that phrase, well, you know what, this person, they, they really have your best interest at heart. That's not always true. Some people really don't have your best interest at heart. Some people really don't want to see you succeed. Some people really don't want you to win, but God does. So let's dive into how do you handle friendships? One of the greatest decisions in life, I believe anyway, a person has to make is to determine who they are going to associate themselves with. Now, trying to find friends, it can be difficult. And sometimes, as many say, they're impossible. But the Bible tells us of creation an ultimate restoration of true friendship, friendship with God, and also friendship with each other. God restores friendship with himself, as he did with Enoch and Noah, who walked with God in Hebrew expression of friendship, Genesis 5.24, Genesis 6.9. Abraham, in Isaiah 41, verse 8, was called the friend of God. Moses spoke with God face to face as a man who speaks with his friends, Exodus 33, 11. He drew near to all who called upon him in truth faith, that being God. And then Jesus came as the great friend to sinners, befriending all who would trust and follow him. He came to lay down his life for his friends. John 15, 13 through 15. Greater love have no man than this, than a man who will lay down his life for his friends. Solomon would say two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other. But pity anyone who falls down and has no one to help them up. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. From cover to cover, the Bible speaks of friendship and the importance of associating yourself with people who care about you. Now, unfortunately, you will lose people along the way to heaven. Many who started with you will not end with you. And truth be told, hey, that's okay. 
I think many of us have felt that way. Am I doing something wrong? Why am I losing so many people in my life? In preparation for this episode of the podcast, uh, I, I, I just dived into the Bible and I was amazed at how much the Bible actually had to say about friendships. In Proverbs 18, 24, uh, that verse says, a, friend, a man that has friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. The Proverbs is a practical guide to forging true friendship. The Proverbs gives us wisdom for navigating the complexities of all relationships. It doesn't just address relationships in general, but also friendships in particular. For example, it teaches us what to look for in finding true friends. Proverbs 13:20, Proverbs 22, 24, and 25. It shows us why loyalty is so important for cultivating friendships. It also shows us the one thing that is most damaging to this kind of relationships. And that's spreading secrets. Proverbs 16, 28, Proverbs 17, 9. True friendship is more like a covenant than a contract. We often treat relationships as consumers. We befriend for the benefits we receive, but like a contract, when the relationship doesn't give us the goods we want, we leave. But the Bible shows us that real friendship is more than just a contract. The Proverbs teach us about there is an individual or a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 18, 24. It commands us to not forsake a friend. Proverbs 27.10. It warns us about the fickleness of fair weather friends. Wealth brings many new friends, but a poor man is desperate or deserted by his friends. Proverbs 19.4. Think about the, the, the prodigal son with me from Luke 15. When we read the account in Luke 15, we are invited into a scene in his life where we hear the way he talks to his father. Luke 15, 12. Father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me. And the father divided unto them his living. The son had gotten his money. And now it was time to enjoy. After all, that's what money for is for you to enjoy. But key in on verse 14 and 15. And when he spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And what else did the Bible say? He went and joined himself to a citizen. And he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. He joined himself to people who stayed as long as he had money. Now he is in want and they are nowhere to be found. The money is gone. They are gone as well. And what a terrible feeling that must have been for him to have found someone only to be let down and to be disappointed. Only to realize the only one who cared about him was the one he neglected and rejected. How do you handle friendships? It takes so long to build relationships with friends. And just moments, and just at a moment's notice, they can be destroyed. But I've come to realize that true friends tell you the truth. Paul was saying in Galatians 4 verse 16, Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? 
Solomon would say in Proverbs 27, 6, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Another translation say in Proverbs 27, 6 again, A friend means well, even when he hurts you. But when an empty, but when an enemy put his hands around your shoulders, watch out. Our friends are human and therefore they mess up. Just look at the Apostle Peter, for example. Sometimes as a friend, we act rudely. We hurt feelings and behave foolish sometimes. That doesn't mean we don't love them and they don't love us. In regards to friendship, Solomon says, A froward man south strife and a whisper spread of chief friends proverbs 16 28 another translation says a troublemaker plants seeds of strife gossip separates the best of friends we're going to talk about that in a later episode how do you handle gossip but when has gossip done us any good when has the church ever benefited from that i heard it put this way don't put a brother down unless it's on a prayer list. The point was, we don't have time to be tearing each other down. We need to be building each other up. Hebrews 10, 24, 25. After all, there are people, these are the people we want to go to heaven with. We are all broken in different ways and in different places. Don't be someone's hammer be their glue. Paul said to the church at Galatians, Galatians 6, 1 and 2, Brethren, if any man be overtaken in the fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one, and the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ, Paul says. I'm reminded of the fact that Nathan had to approach David to tell him what he did was wrong. True friends tell you the truth even when it hurts. Friendship demands sacrificial love. Again, Christ would say, Greater love have no man than this, than a man who would lay down his life for his friends. John 15, John 15, 13. A few days later, Jesus would actually live out that truth. He would voluntarily give his own life to those around him. John 15, 15. No longer do I call you my servants, but I have called you my friends. One writer says, it is hard for many to love because many are not willing to sacrifice. I said, amen to that. When I look at Christ in his relationship towards man, he was willing to sacrifice it all for us. Friends come to each other when one faces adversity. When Joel faced his toughest times, his friends were immediately there with him. In these times of great distress, Joel's friends sat with him for seven days. They didn't say a word. They felt his pain, but also allowed him to feel it without putting their burdens on him as well. Sometimes, 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 we try to find the right words to say. But I've come to realize sometimes just being there is a comfort. 
we realize his friends showed their greatest comfort and their greatest wisdom by saying nothing. Sometimes, again, we try to find the right words to say to someone who is going through something. Sometimes. Just being there is enough. Now, when Job's three friends heard of all the evil that was come upon him, they came everyone from his own place, Eliphaz, Bildad, Zophar, for they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off, they knew him not. They lifted up their voice and wept, and they rent every one his mantle and sprinkled down dust upon their heads toward heaven. So they sat down with him seven days and seven nights, and none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was great. Job 2, 11 and 13. I'm thankful because I have some good friends in life. Now, along the way, there have been people who started the journey with me who are no longer with me. There have been those who have been an advocate for me. Now they are no longer an advocate for me. There are those who would, would do anything for me and I would do anything for them, but those people are no longer with me. But I'm thankful for the friends I do have. And I know for sure if I start listing names, I'll be sure to forget someone. But I do know in particular, all the preachers on the Scattered Abroad Network, I don't just consider them my brothers in Christ. I consider them my friends. I consider them good friends. And I think in life sometimes, we all need people who not only boost us up, but who also can keep us humble. I'm thankful for friends. I'm thankful for the greatest friend that I have and that you have, and that's King Jesus the Christ. How do you handle friendships? How do you handle friendships? The next episode, we're going to dive in a little deeper on this idea of friendships, and we want to break it down to you just, just ever so gently so all of us can better equip ourselves to put better people around us and to distance ourselves from those who mean us no good. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Diligent Podcast where we make Bible study come to life and I am your host, Joshua Cantrell. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.